This is Koinia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. My name is Eric Garcia, and I'm co-hosting today with my wife, Jennifer, filling in for Tom Brown. And we have guests Jay and Laura LaFoon on the line with us. And I think I want to pitch it back to Jennifer because we've done a little bit of this uh, walking down the road together for a few years ourselves. And she was in the middle of a comment when we went to break. Right. And um, so we were talking about the roadmap and just being able to, as a couple, have goals that are the same and kind of look through through life. And I know when we first started out with ministry, we really wanted to, to think about what that uh, two becoming one meant in a practical way for us. And we had little ones at the time. I remember the twins were probably four and then uh, six and, and eight and uh uh, so, you know, for us to think that we could could actually do something together and what does that look like, um, it, it, it was a little daunting at first. And then we thought, well, let's just take baby steps. We'll do, um, you know, a, little, a few things that we felt like we could do. And, and one of those was just really thinking about what does it mean to be Eric and Jennifer instead of just Eric Garcia and Jennifer Garcia. So I quit the um, – all the worship leaders out there don't listen to this, but I quit the choir and Eric quit his, his men's Bible study leading those. And, and, uh, we actually just tried to, we, 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 um, joined the, the marriage ministry team at our church, Scott's Bible church under the, um, direction of, of, uh, Wayne and Bev Leaston. And, um, that was a time when we could actually start doing ministry together and, and, and think about what that looked like. And we would do little things. I remember when Eric would be called to, to do a, a speaking engagement or speak to a, a class or something. He would drag me along and, and I would have to speak with, you know, speak with him. And then when I got to um, or when I was called to do the nursery, uh, guess who got to go with me? So uh, I would drag him along. So that was kind of a few things. And, and when we got our toes in the water and doing this uh, couples thing that we called. Yeah. And, you know, so I guess what I want to do is pitch it back to Jay and Laura. And, you know, we're known, at least in our teaching style, is we're crazy. I call it crazy practical. We, we, we know plenty of the PhDs and triple PhDs that can get heavy but what we try to do is really work at the level where people are in the day-to-day grind. So just throw out some tools, Jay and Laura, of things that will help couples uh, besides, you know, the, the mission or vision statement that they have. But what are some practical day-to-day things that they can do just to realign themselves together with, with Christ at the center of their marriage? Well, one of the simple things, and, and again, it, you know, when you hear it, you're going to go, golly, that is so simple. But it really does, it is effective and it works, is to eliminate the words I, me, and my from your vocabulary and replace them with we, us, and our. Um, they're not my kids, they're our kids. Mm. It's, it's, and it's even, we, 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 we grow up in a culture that says you need to get a good education so that you can get a good job, so that you can have a good career, so that ultimately you can find what? The spouse of your dreams. This spouse is going to make all your dreams come true, and mm. that makes it all about me, when in reality, marriage is all about us, and that's reflective of, of you know, the, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, because we're, we're two becoming one, much like they're three as one, so that we, us, and our is a really practical way to begin making your life fit together. And we have really seen this be very successful with several couples, and the first couple that came to my mind was my sister and my brother-in-law, who are a blended family, and, you know, they... 
never, and my sister and, and, and brother-in-law will repeat this, they have never said, that's your daughter, this is my daughter and my son, and now we have one together. They're all our children. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, these are our kids. And they have successfully blended you know, four kids together over 20 years. And I think that part of why they've been so successful is they have really tried to use that verbiage when they speak. And another, another great illustration of how this flushes out uh, in, in very real and practical ways, we have good friends who he is a recovering uh, substance abuser. He has you know, struggled his entire adult life with uh, narcotics and with alcohol, and uh, his wife will always say, we have an addiction issue. Hmm. She, she never says he has an addiction issue. She says we have an addiction issue because in her words, not ours, she said, I said better or worse till death do us part. So we're going to tackle this together. And, you know, praise the Lord, now they are working together on it. They have checks and balances that she helps out with. And it really is a powerful thing when you realize that, that this is we, not me. And, um, and, and you, you give yourself to your spouse for the sake of the marriage. Wow, that's a commitment. Yeah, that's crazy powerful, and I, I really resonate with the blended family, step family, you know, Laura, that you were talking about, because a lot of our work over the last 15 years is really he- helping those in single parent and step family ministry get a voice in the local church. Mm-hmm. And whether it's Ron Deal or whether it's the Parziels or the Taylors, whatever, there's a handful of just incredible specialists in this area, but they really talk a lot about, you know, it's our bank account. It's our home. It's our car. I mean, you know, because this whole the whole mentality. In fact, we heard a great sermon by Lucas Cooper, uh, kind of a guest pastor at Scottsdale Bible Church this weekend uh, in Colossians one fifteen through seventeen, and he just talked about this me culture that we're in, mm. and and the numbers he was giving was staggering, and it just started coming to me his sermon as you guys were speaking. But it is so important that we give up the I and the me and, and get to we and us. Um, because that's at the end of the day, that's servant leadership 101, and we just forget about it often in the relational side. We think of it transactionally or in the corporate structure, but we forget about it in the relational structure of our home. Yep. Um, so let me jump to another topic because I, I know it, it, it's, it's, it's a tough one for a lot of families, money. So when you say money, intimacy, and family, I get those three, but let's talk about the practical side of money management and how you speak into that uh, with the couples, groups, small groups, et cetera, that you guys work with. You know, again, I think it's really important, and I know a lot of people will disagree with what I'm about to say. I disagree. (laughs) I do. It goes back to the we and us. And, you know, we know a lot of couples that have separate checking accounts. They have separate bank accounts. I don't understand that mentality (laughs) because this is our money. We're running a household, our household. You know, so again, yeah. uh, we have encouraged couples over the years to, you know, we we used to do a lot of coaching and, you know, you, so they'd start talking about money and, well, I pay these bills and he pays those bills. Well, why don't you pay all the bills out of one? Because it goes back to that team. We are a team and we have to operate as a team. And just to give you a little background, because I think background is critically important in this particular subject, um, because this is one of the subjects that Laura and I struggled with in our marriage greatly. Because I knew Uh, how to spend money. (laughs) (laughs) 
So when I met Laura, she had graduated college and was out of college, had been out of college six weeks. She had a really good job, uh, but in those six weeks, she had bounced 14 checks. Okay, 14 <laughs> checks. She did not understand. She plays basketball. Now, I, uh, I, I was raised um, in a very, uh, my parents taught me about budget. My parents taught me about money. And besides the fact that I'm very cheap, you know, I, I knew, knew how to handle money. Mm-hmm. And so we've struggled over the years to operate on the same page when it comes to finances. And, and thankfully now, 30 years later, we do. And we, you know, understand, Laura understands budget. She understands income and expense and all those other things. But it's been a long educational process for her to really, you know, understand that money either works for you or it works against you. And so to not be afraid to say, we need to take a financial peace class at church, or we need to go to a CPA that will help us establish a budget. Um, this is not declaring weakness. This is declaring uh, wisdom. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> if, you, if you're not good with money, find someone who is. And so uh, the money issues are, are really, uh, I think, a manifest of trust issues. Hmm. Money is a, a trust thing. I I want to have a separate checking account because I don't trust you with my money. Well, that 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 is that's just plain and simple a trust issue. Wow, and you know it's uh, it truly is one of the topics that that we get hit with often, and and we've obviously had to deal with it in our marriage. And we did go through Financial Peace University class after probably ten years of me wanting to do it. Um, and I'm kind of the side that understands budgets and business and everything. And Jennifer's always just kind of come along. And it was I, funny. Eric would say, uh, Jennifer, if we only have a dollar, we can only spend a dollar. I'm like, right. but we have more than a dollar. I don't get that. <laughs> <laughs> My credit card says we have 20000 That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, uh, but I know it, it was very important for us. And it, it does create, you know, you were talking about this whole partnership piece, Laura. You know, it does create a collaborative environment mm-hmm. on every single touch point in a relationship. And, and it creates conversations that you might never have if you're protecting your own nest egg of money. Um, so just good practical stuff. And, you know, frankly, Financial Peace University today, I mean, it's just it's kind of the leading biblical program out there. And we get a ton of great feedback on it. So we're um, obviously big proponents of it. Now, we're going to go into a break here in a couple minutes. So I'm kind of giving you guys a heads up. But what we, when you talk about family, what I want to do is bring up this research. We were looking at some research for a booklet that's coming out. And so I'm going to kind of plug it. For those of you that are regular Tom Brown Coinia listeners, uh, we're getting to release a booklet at the actually sometime next week called The Greatest Untapped outreach opportunity. And if you will email Tom through the KPXQ website, we will send you a free copy of this booklet. And it's for church leaders, lay leaders, whoever you are. But it really talks about the state of what the family is today. Who is actually sitting in your pews and who's in your community today? It's radically different than what it was some 30 years ago. So what I'd like to say is, can you imagine that this research that we found, Jay and Laura, last week uh, it's about five years old, and it said like 68% of single parents do not attend church regularly. And I know from working with some of the single parent experts around the country that a lot of that 
are single moms that have multiple jobs, and frankly, they're just exhausted, and church is not necessarily a safe place for them to to go. So in about a minute, what I'd like you to throw at me, or less, actually, we're going to go into break, so we're going to lose it. But when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about single parenting and those anticipating a marriage in the future, because we're getting that question asked a lot now in the culture that we're in. So this is Eric and Jennifer Garcia, Koinia, Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. We'll be back 